Hello and welcome to A Secular Pulpit. A Muslim cleric in Indonesia has recently been arrested on blasphemy charges, but not for offending Islam. His great offence is insulting Christianity, calling the Bible fiction. Apparently in Indonesia, all are equal before the law. Okay, that's good, but does there have to be legal consequences for what he did? Slap him on the wrists and tell him to play nicely. It's not going to change what the gentleman thinks about Christianity, but maybe he'll give a bit of thought about what should be a quiet thought and what should be a public thought. What he said is something that perhaps should have been a quiet thought. There are ways and means of talking about the Bible. I wouldn't condemn the entire lot as fiction, but there are more stories in the Bible that are myth than I think a lot of people realise. Texas has set women's rights back by passing restrictive abortion laws. I have to wonder how long it will be before they rename the state either Taliban excess or Gilead. Okay, probably not that first one. I doubt evangelical Christians want to compare themselves to the Taliban. But I don't think it's an unfair comparison. I just wonder what Texas is going to do next to set women's rights in the state back even further. They've managed this thin edge of the wedge. Are they going to restrict women's education? Or restrict women's employment opportunities? Is that what we can expect next? We'll have to wait and see, I suppose. Watch this space, eh? A teen TikToker in Illinois highlighted the sexism in his school's dress code by dressing exactly the same as his female classmate recently. US school dress codes notoriously have double standards for males and females because supposedly females are distracting to males. So these two teenagers have put their school dress code to the test to see if it's sexist. Drew Jarding dressed exactly the same as his friend Kenzie Crimmins. Jarding wasn't challenged at all about his outfits, all of which violated the dress code. Crimmins, on the other hand, was written up for showing too much skin. So, it's obviously not about the clothes. There's obviously a gender bias going on. Same clothes, different gender, one gets written up, the other doesn't. If someone in authority is aware of this experiment, I would hope that it highlights the bullshittedness of this school dress code to them, and appropriate changes would be made to it. Like, you know, get rid of it. But I don't think that's likely to happen. You see, 
I don't think the dress code is there because of the kids, at least not directly. Because I don't think it's actually about the kids being a, di a distraction to each other. I think it has more to do with teachers or school administrators being distracted by the kids, to be honest. I think that's why the dress code exists in the first place. Now, let me just stress that this is just my theory, my opinion, I have nothing to back this up. Teenagers are going to distract each other because that is what happens. They are teenagers, right? It's pointless trying to stop that. And you're certainly not going to stop it with a dress code. But if they are trying to stop the kids being a distraction, then who are they trying to stop the kids being a distraction to? Well, who else is in the school? Teachers and administrators. Oh, and... Um, Janitorial stuff, I suppose. But if the teachers and administrators think they'll be less distracted because they control how the kids dress, they're fooling themselves. Even if there was a school uniform, you still have the same problem, you still have the same distraction. That wouldn't change anything. If a teacher or school administrator is distracted by kids, and we know what we're talking about, right? I don't need to spell that out, do I? Then maybe they need to find a different line of work. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Remember, Think for yourself, act for others.